Pickaxe. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Oh, there's Randy Buggers. I love the claps, the 80s synth claps. <laughs> Amazing. That's good. Thank you. Very good. Welcome, everybody, to the Hat Chat <clears throat> Podcast, episode 90, Whoa. the big nine zero. Jeez. That's right. This podcast is almost a centennial. <clears throat> We're 10 away. Mm-hmm. 10 away from that. Oh, nice. I'm sure uh, we've reached that before. Well, Let's uh, find out what mm-hmm. 90 year anniversary would be. What, what is 100 a podcast episodes? Hundred podcast episodes, yeah, yeah, of our previous run. Right, I don't know if we did. I, I, honestly, I don't think we did. Did we not? Have we overtaken? I don't think because we didn't do it as frequently, did we? We used to do them like no. uh, monthly, then fortnightly, um, and then there was a big gap. Then this is the most consistent we've been. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. And saying that, who are we? Even who, you're jumping in at well, episode nineteen. And we're just rambling on. Well, who am I? I'm Chris Trot. Oh, hi, Chris Trump. I'm Ross Hornby. I'm Alex Smith. And in response to my own question, a 90-year anniversary is stone. Stone? That's, that's just the, kind of that's bland, like isn't it? Stone, but it's just harder stone. Apparently, there was a, a couple from <laughs> India. One of them lived to be 110. Yeah. Imagine living to 110. Did they look that's... pretty withered at the end, or are they all right? I can't they imagine sp- they looked... I There mean, are some okay. uh, in the hundreds who Sexy? are just, uh, I'll be honest. You know, you'd have to pry, you'd have to, you know, I'm glad they're at a distance because, my goodness. Oh, right. I Hello. thought it was the other way where it's like, you know what? What they're getting at. Not bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not bad at all. <clears throat> the banging. No, but like in terms of sprightly, actually, you know, walking around, doing stuff and, you know, being mm-hmm. active. That's pretty good in your hundreds. That's I would imagine I'd be like just kind of, the, you know, the guy in, um, in be- not in between us, uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, where he drinks from the wrong cup <laughs> and his different. face shrivels up and you can basically obviously yeah. go to a skeleton and dust in the end but like there's That's a stage in that where he's kid, got yeah. like basically uh, completely sunken in eyes and sunk his skin is like you know completely to his uh, bones that's how i imagine i would be at 100 and withered and sunken in chair and just kind of waiting waiting wrong for the cup, end Jesus christ yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, I mean, that might not be the case because I've seen a couple of things recently about how Bezos, obviously, ah, to, to complete to complete the dystopic hellscape of a future, he's just bought an, a company that's looking into stopping aging. Um, and nice. Okay. Equally, and it, one of the, the billionaires is going to do it, won't yeah, they? Really? Um, and the I twenty want to be immortal. Gonna have to be killing his goddamn Horcruxes by the end of the twenties. Um, the <laughs> other thing is, um, yeah, apparently twenty years or so. Again, this is something that has to be taken with a pinch of salt. But there's been a couple of things out recently about how twenty years we're probably going to be able to uh, start to reverse the effects of aging quite substantially. 
That's and by impressive we, if we you mean rich those that can afford no, it. Yes. Yes. We will. Yeah. yeah. Just will us live. three. Hollywood stars will now? look eternally 20 years old. The rest of us will be haggard. It's like, I love the latest rom-com by we, Jessica we, we, Alba, still going strong. Everything goes around <laughs> in circles, and we are literally yeah. on our way back to the feudal era, where you have the rich and landed gentry that have all the stuff, and they run all the world, and then we're just happy to have grain and fresh water yeah. to drink. You know, like, It's healthy. It's organic. <laughs> it's 50% off. It's rat meal. Here we go. <laughs> It's good for you mm. nowadays. I that's how it's marketed. Well, we genetically um, modified rats to eat all the garbage, and it, it turns it into <laughs> healthy, clean meat uh, that we then eat on the rat. We just eat the rats. You can just see it really like eating the garbage. Yeah. I mean, well, I, you've already seen that video of all the the pigs eating plastic. Plastic. Yeah, it's happening already, just with different animals. Yeah. yeah. It's very easy to slip into dystopic futures because that is the reality we're in right now. However, let me pose some hypotheticals for you so that we can... Huh? Have you been eating rats? He has been eating rats. Uh, Let's move on from that. I Uh, saw him do it. He didn't cook it. Fur and all. (laughs) Get back here! (laughs) (laughs) It's fresher when they're still moving. Anyway. (laughs) Our patrons have kindly chosen of three available choices they've chosen their favorite top two so essentially every week they're not really picking the one they're picking one not to be included really they're translating out yeah if anything's version of choice is what they're saying (laughs) so anyway this is the one that they voted for most so we'll talk about it first what is it alex smith if you could choose a rat to eat, which rat would it be? No, that's the king, not the, one. the rat king, the king of the rats no would be my meal. Uh, if you the could king pick of a, rats. If you could pick a topic to have an in-depth documentary made, what topic would you pick? Aliens. Aliens, but there's, there's the thing is like this is uh, it's an interesting question because obviously like there's we'll probably trip up in the fact that these probably exist. We'll probably anything we come up with might already what these exist. documentaries. Yeah, so surely we need to find something that's like obscure as anything. If you say aliens, yeah. there's like Who's the guy loads that of talks aliens like this and talks about the moon. Brian, I guess Cox. I, want, I think it's Brian Cox. Brian Cox Brian did actually Cox do an says episode. That there's no aliens on aliens. On aliens. He did. A, no he did an episode on aliens in his like series that he released like ten years ago, or whatever. The one that like made him quite famous, um, where he's talking all about the universe and stuff. Not the new one where he blows the BBC's travel budget in as few episodes as possible. Have right. you seen that one? Yeah, I think I've like, seen the parody of it. He's just like walking around on really hot. Like it's re- like I watched yeah. a bit of it and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like every other scene, he's like <laughs> in a completely now I'm different in the continent. Desert, in the is he trying to <laughs> yeah. compete with Cosmos or something? Yeah, I kind of. But and yeah, no, it's a good point, Ross. Something that like you don't normally see a lot of information about. I guess like, oh man, yeah, it's a great question. But I feel like I need to spend time thinking. Have you guys got any good ideas? I don't know. I feel like I'd want. It's almost like a, just a fly-in-the-wall documentary of what the fuck is going on in, in our governments. Because you you, I feel like yeah. they don't really tell That's you true. everything. Not that they would be honest about it, and I'm sure it would be manipulated, yeah. but like, I don't know if that, that exists, if there's you know a camera behind Johnson just following his day-to-day and actually what kind of fucking shit they do um, on a day-to-day basis. Just, I mean, I, I imagine it would be like, uh, what's that TV series? Um, uh, uh, the the one Doctor with... Who? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, fuck, it's gone off my The app. thick of it. Thick the of thick it, that's it. it, yeah. Just like that. Uh, I'd yeah. imagine it would be like that. And, yeah, and that's obviously yeah. how that's staged in its um, style of, you know, kind of documentary-esque, kind of fly on the wall, like shit's yeah. hitting the fan every single day. Um, 
but yeah like i would that find black that quite episode. interesting um yeah like the black mirror episode with, where he gets, <laughs> has to fuck a pig, pig um yeah to release the princess um <laughs> yeah i don't know i think that would be interesting but also yeah i think that with any documentary there's always a risk of um it being manipulated um like that what i watched That's recently the, the f1 drive to survive whereas that is literally made to be entertainment it's, it's not necessarily all facts and obviously they manufacture some of the rivalries in a way that like the edit the edit's done and i don't know i mean we had, we studied documentaries didn't we Trump? and like that's basically what they encourage you to do they encourage you to create a narrative out of fuck all essentially yeah yeah forge it mm. out of nothing like god we worked create hard trying crisis. to get that um doug doug cooper documentary of uh, the gnarly man who um gnarly man we he just enjoys kayaker. kayaking and we just had to eke every kind of aspect of his personal life and kind of like pull it out find a real sob story and in find here. a sob story essentially it's yeah. like yeah he's growing with a spine problem oh yeah what we'll was use that? that okay let's record yeah. more of that spine problem oh you didn't get as tall as you wanted and to you, be yeah nice. does that affect your kayaking <laughs> did you almost die because of it yeah you were uh, that's basically yeah. like and when you it, interviewed it him you were just like that what as soon as you find that out as a documentary maker you fucking weasel in on that yeah. and you forget about the grander picture and it's like i can tell a story here with drama in it rather than the facts mm. which might be quite boring in reality it's like yeah I quite like kayaking now yeah. and again here's a few quite shots from and kayaking nice yeah <laughs> but yeah we so, recreated like a dramatic scene and uh, it reminds me of these about how he drowned like netflix documentaries of which there are a million now after the tiger king success one they yeah. just tried to do a bunch of like i started watching one it was called like death among the mormons or something like right. that and it was okay. about okay in like the nine, early 90s in utah um there was some like mormon artifacts being shuffled about and then people there was a car bomb um and it was pretty Gosh. dramatic but like it definitely became just a, a really extended series of you know like they you know how they just add pad and filler constantly yeah, oh yeah and and it's just yeah, like yeah. Yeah, but a really good one that I've seen recently is about dolphins in dolphins, filming nice. dolphins on the Disney Channel. Okay, um, on Disney Plus or whatever. They're, they're like it shows how they're pretty horny things. They film dolphins. It looks so fun. They get to use like jet skis, drones, and diving equipment just to film dolphins all the time, and that looks insane. And then also the um, the fantastic fungi or fungi. Oh yeah, um, yeah. We yeah. talked about that on yeah. Netflix. That was a really good documentary as well um really enjoyed that uh yeah uh, what would you choose though so so I like yeah, the, 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 the political hmm. one's really good i think that's that'd be really helpful because i don't think enough people realize how fucked up our government is yeah. like like right now the uk's government has never been this corrupt mm. this like it's just Blatantly insane. polarizing yeah, yeah, like well. the, uh, polarizing exactly <clears throat> but i wonder um, if like again like like i said with the drive to survive thing that it would just be then like you then feel sorry for boris johnson because that's the story they've lent into and then you realize the funding's probably you know come from them anyway and it's just like mm. i don't know i feel but like think it might be used i don't as a feel like there's tool. yeah i think so because obviously like yeah. it's it's the way you relate to, to people in that um f1 documentary is actually like well you know i actually wouldn't have it's on series four now mm-hmm. first series i actually really liked um horner christian horner for example i thought you know what they were doing was really good i was kind of like more red bull than anything mm-hmm. by series four i 
fucking hate the guy. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's strange how they manipulate these stories, and obviously, all you see is the bits they want you to see. And so, I feel like, yeah, that that might be mm. um, even more controversial. But I still want to see. I, I just want a camera in the fucking office, mm. and I want to be able like to see how their day to day goes. Doing. Yeah, yeah. But I guess this kind of treads conspiracy waters when you start like I can't believe anything I see. Yeah, if it's a documentary. Like, how do I know it's all credible and that it's not being manipulated in front of my eyes and that I've been told something else? Yeah. And well, I, that made me the... think about bus simulator. <laughs> bus, bus simulator, Why okay. Bus simulator. So I was thinking of the same thing, but a different context of like, who made bus simulator? Do they really know how a bus driver works? Right, okay. And like, the, all the nuance of like, is that keypad there, like the official, is that the way they actually do routing? Right. And is that like people that develop games is there any sort of credibility behind like the simulated games flight sim obviously well, you can watch all the documentaries and stuff and like yeah, yeah. we've modeled this on a real blah blah but we could be being deceived of like that's yeah. not how a tractor works in farming sim at all and that's not how farming works well, in mean, any first, sort yeah. of I mean, experience is obviously very i i mean if you yeah. it's a case of research surely as it well is, like yeah. and also do you, do you mean you want to see a documentary Reasonable of like a doubt. developer's start Starting from scratch I to, guess so. to creating Maybe. Uh, the actual end product and then how real It was just a similar is. thought process yeah. of like, I don't fully uh, know for a fact because I have no yeah. first-hand experience that I'm being told that this is the most accurate right. like racing sim possible and this is the most detailed recreation of a Lamborghini Huracan. Yeah. I've never been in one, mm-hmm. but they could be right, deceiving me in some yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, or like Lamborghini could have paid that developer to be like can you crank up the uh horsepower or like the the tuning or the yeah. not that it matters in the grand scheme of things but if it happens in games like that documentaries which are more important yeah. you could argue about you know blowing open the doors of the government mm. not physically but like expose style yeah i've seen yeah. some documentaries on like call of duty where they go out and literally like film all the guns in action and stuff whether that's actually where it, how it performs and how it actually finally sounds in the end thing i don't know but um they do try to do research in that regard but i think that's more of a design Mm. element rather than a is it going to sound and feel exactly the same in game never does in call of duties really but yeah well here's so much you can do i guess here's a token anecdote in the chat uh i'm a game dev animator i got to spend a week with x special forces to accurately take references of things like cover take fire applying first aid all this sort of stuff um so no yeah i do i mean quickly going back to what you're saying try it's about reasonable doubt isn't it it's about it's this is the line reasonable doubt and i know that's difficult to sum up in a sentence as to what reasonable is but like yeah, you're right. You could doubt everything. You could doubt everything you see. You could doubt your way of interpreting the world. You could doubt that you see all of the colors that everybody else sees. You could you could do all of these things, but it's just about like what reasonably would happen and what reasonably allows you to live a, a happy life. I think that's something people have really taken doubting to an extreme, and I understand why. Like especially with technologies like it, it deep, is easy deep to doubt everything, stuff, mm-hmm. making yeah. things more difficult to see. I think the most reasonable way to act is investigate. Yeah, try and find trusted sources, and also don't have such extreme reactions to things. So that if you do fall victim to something or fall prey to something, your reaction isn't so extreme that it causes harm. You know, like as in, I think that it's okay to be wrong, or it's okay to not understand something or be skeptical, but don't like build your entire. You know, like anti-vax movements, like anti-lockdown movements, like lots and lots of different movements that have happened in the last 
last five five so years just don't be that extreme calm the fuck down you know like be rational be reasonable talk about these things and 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 that's gonna give us a lot better outcomes in general i think than all these people taking all this shit into their own hands yeah. and just becoming but what if that comes down to raging madmen persons a person's belief system and how willing they are to yeah. believe that for example yeah you know vaccines are bad for you without mm-hmm. any real knowledge or a couple of articles that may not be fully factually accurate um and if they yeah, their belief is strong enough in that then they'll yeah. go out and take action and start persuading other people i guess um and that by and large is usually down to stuff like socio-economic factors affecting how they've learned to learn for example you know like like we don't often study how to act like in school and you know things like that how to actually yeah proof things how how to act reasonably how to acquire knowledge you know that there's there's quite a lot in philosophy and stuff like sort of rational versus empirical knowledge um acquisition like the scientific method is another thing you know like these are methods for acquiring and testing ideas but if you have massive swathes of people who are highly influenceable uh, or perhaps don't have those tools available to them to to test knowledge yeah. then you're going to get massive results like this and then these huge movements are results of socio-economic inequality ultimately of people not being given access to well being given access to the massive thing that is the internet this overwhelming thing that we've talked yeah. about before just this huge repository of stuff and not really having the tools to to deal with it I mean, we're all we're all part of that, you know. Like, yeah, I've been into this a million times before, but you know, same yeah. with social media and how it affects the mental health. Like, we need yeah. more tools to deal with this stuff, and hopefully, we'll get there. But for the time being, just try and be reasonable. <laughs> just try and not not to act in too much of an extreme way, because yeah, we have no idea half the time, and mm. I don't know how to drive a bus. Um, I think I could give it a go. But have you ever no. actually really been in a bus? No, I, I haven't. We don't for ages. fully know. I yeah. actually haven't been in a bus for about. The last time I was in a bus was when we were at an airport, probably. One of those ones that oh, takes one you to and from yeah, the... Yeah. So we really travel on a bus very often. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially with scooters around. You're just going to hop on one of those bad boys. That's how you get around <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and you can have your mate and your other mate on there yeah, too. Yeah, you pack up, just pack it up. Pack it all on. You, you know can, what they're doing that, though? You've got to have a bloody driving license to get on one of those scooters. You in, do now, yeah. Yeah, the Voy ones in Bristol anyway. You have to have a driving license. So that's why people double yeah. up on them ridiculous a driving license well it's, it's more mean, it of just case of, i think they want you to know the rules of the road right well, yeah but because like, they're on the road you don't need a driving license to operate a bicycle no, you don't. it's just That's the true. same yeah maybe well, it's, it's got an with, engine maybe and it can go from zero to 15 yeah stupid though isn't it? i mean bikes i mean about the same I, speed if not faster. yeah it's absolutely it, it's 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 dumb I, but you know so so's private scooter companies being given licenses to use them whilst using your own scooter in a in a town is illegal and you can yeah. be do a documentary yeah, on that that's i'd love to do so a documentary, yeah, like on, a why, documentary on that why bristol council are so fucking stupid um bicycle lane oh right so the road next to me has been closed for six months because they're installing another bicycle lane that nobody's going to use properly and <laughs> every cyclist is just going to have to slow down for all the pedestrians that are walking on it what a waste of fucking time and money Anyway. Now, for context, Alex Smith has had COVID for the past uh, couple of weeks, so he's yeah. been slowly going insane. Getting angrier and, and angrier uh, inside. Do you still, are you still do you, are you free of COVID yet? The grips? I'm not free of its effects, but I'm not testing positive anymore, which is oh, good okay, news. That's good. Um, yeah. The last two days, I've returned two negative lateral flow tests. 
But um, no, I'm uh, very low energy. Still trying not to. St- <sighs> Sleeping is hard. That's what's really annoying. Like I'll be suddenly really tired and then have a really nice like two hour nap, and then when it obviously it comes time to go to bed in the evening, it'll just be like I'm exhausted. But I can't right. stop staring at the ceiling, you know. Um, that sucks. But yeah, no, it's it's been she. It's been really she actually. It's surprisingly um, lasted. That so I got it. I tested positive last Wednesday, um, and yeah, I'd say I'm about eighty five percent of what I was before in terms of feeling I, I mean i haven't tried exercising yet and i'm slightly worried about that because i've noticed going down to like the bins and stuff to chuck stuff out coming back up i'm out of breath pretty quick and i'm like that's not that's crazy um but luckily it hasn't affected my lungs too much um, did it make yeah. your balls shrivel like oh, said? definitely I smaller mean, i can't believe i could get any more impotent but yeah. it's found a way but no, like get balls. your vaccinations, everybody, because it's not fun. And well, you did loads. even even with three, even with it three. Sucks. Yeah, I had that. Um, uh, yeah, so that that's been a fun week for me. Uh, Somehow we all <laughs> avoided it. I don't know how. I don't know how. Not enough tonguing. We were doing. We weren't tonguing enough. Not enough top lip frenzies. Yeah, more that. Yeah, and we're all sneezing into each other's mouths next time. I think. Yes. In for a penny. Targeted for sneezing. A pound. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's been it's been a, been been fine. Um, my lizard's woken up now. That was you know the most eventful thing to happen to me all week was nice, the lizard nice. woke up the day I got COVID. Um, and you got to woo. try out the new Steam Deck, which is which I couldn't product, really get to work. But Trot's, Trot's got, got his today. Working, so that's nice, isn't it? I do have um, it. Yes, new product, new tech. Interesting stuff. It's a great stuff. piece of kit. The software is all over the place right now. Is all I would say, but. Hardware-wise, very cool. Mm. Here it yeah. is. There it is. If you're watching this podcast on video, Chris holding Trump it up. is um, holding it up. I'm showing it. Look, it I can like clack it. Simply just Google it. Nintendo Switch. That's it's how big. the joystick sounds. That's, That's what, the joystick sound. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. Beautiful. There we go. Lovely. Yeah. Technology. Gadgets. I do love gadgets. That's the Steam Deck. I love, I love new stuff. But Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to trying it out. Um, ultimately... Uh, yeah, it's a thing that I'm going to have to play with, and ultimately, it's a PC that's based on Linux. So, and it's made by Valve, who their stuff in the past has been buggy. So, let's uh, see yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hold the fort for a second, you two, while I yeah. fix your faces. My no faces um, need to be fixed. Oh, he's I thought it'd never happen. I thought we were, had to wait the 20 years for the age, re- age reversal thing. Is that what he's working on? I'm guessing. Um, I think. It's something to do with rubbing your own ejaculate into your skin. Oh, uh, right, okay. I mean, I you dub, double check that, obviously. Trust but verify. Okay. Um, I'm already using hemorrhoid cream on the face. So, like, is that. <laughs> and is that. Is, I should tried should that, I combine eyes, the two? Or? Well, I used the hemorrhoid cream for a while, but then my eyes started to heal over. Oh, they started to seal over, over the eyelids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that was yeah. quite a painful that is a fear few of weeks mine. of yeah. cutting, cutting my eyes back open mm. again. But. Like no, this, the, the ejaculate on the cheeks skin. definitely will keep the aging at bay. Some people do that. You say that. Yeah. I, I think we've had funny news stories before in the past where they have literally yeah. been about rubbing sperm on on your skin for a better look. Nice glow. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. 
At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Yeah, um, where that sperm comes I've been from, doing that they don't explain. for years. There, was, there literally was an article where the, a woman was saying how great it was for her skin, but it had to be applied fresh, she said. So there's that. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable, reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Wants to it has to be done. It has to be done. Smith, have reasonable doubt. Smith, yeah, reasonable doubt. Don't get emotionally invested in that. Yeah, well, stupid. <laughs> stupid. You're stupid. Uh, nothing wrong. Just look You're down. Stupid. Just look down when it's happening. It's your own advice. <laughs> stupid. No, I mean, I distrust stupid things chop like the earth is not round <laughs> um, thank you i prefer second... all, all of the documentaries for, um that greg's in i want to go inside the factories those aren't documentaries they, they are documentaries documentary. they oh, are yeah, documentaries actually. yeah look like, like that's the other thing we learned is i think even something as simple as the one show is a documentary anything that kind of like documents real life in any kind of that isn't way. a news it's, show yeah basically yeah right, so well greg is a documentarian oh, of sorts. He's the Louis Theroux of uh, pork pies. <laughs> How do they make them? God, oh, I don't know. This machine's crazy. It's blowing air. <laughs> what? Uh, you telling me? Have you see, ever seen any um, is it Ian Curtis documentaries? Adam uh, Curtis, yeah. Adam Curtis. Those are so some it, really yeah. interesting. I love the music he uses. I think this, he's got like a really yeah. interesting like um, music selection, which kind of really the creates an interesting well. mood. The yeah. clips he uses are just like, I it's don't know, how, he have a team of researchers just yeah. scouring this stuff. Mm. Very mm, interesting yeah. documentary. I think they're on BBC iPlayer if anyone's interested yeah, in checking them out. But um, the, some, like the, some of them are quite trippy and very, yeah. there's a lot of doom, oh, right. like an impending yeah. feeling of doom. Yeah. Um, oh, right. So yeah. it's an interesting watch, but um, terrifying. Yeah, I liked them. Yeah. Uh, his first well. name's Kevin, actually, as well. I, I mean, he goes by Adam Curtis, but his first name's Kevin. Kevin. Um, what a, but yeah, you're flip. right. There is a real like sort of sinister element to a lot of his documentaries. Yeah. Also, sometimes they're so dense that I kind of feel like I'm not learning anything because I'm desperately trying to process what he's just said. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But very interesting. That for me is like a very s- sort of extreme example of of a, of a documentary style, yeah. I suppose. He has um, the voice you would expect to hear on an old time radio as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's yeah. very kind of like jarring. I was like, is yeah. this made this year? It was. Oh, okay. But like there's this style about them that's um, almost quite I, trippy in I some like vibe. a combo of Greg Wallace and Adam Curtis documentaries. Yeah. Like if you, if you combo them, then you're going to come away feeling nourished, you know. Well, imagine Greg's voice over the top of that imagery. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp documentaries as well. I mean, yeah, let's not yeah. forget Ross Kemp on Gangs. Documentarian, famous documentarian, EastEnders star. Ross East Kemp. Ex EastEnders star Ross Kemp goes into various dangerous environments. Yeah. Um, or I like Danny those Dyer's, ones as well. Does he still make stuff? I think Danny he is. Dyer's yeah, dangerous uh, men. Ross Kemp was making um, stuff about the coronavirus when that when that happened. He was straight in there. I wonder if he's doing anything on on the war situation. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know if he's doing anything major. I don't know if he's doing gang stuff still. Maybe, but that stuff was intre- yeah, interesting as well. Gang and prison stuff. I think the latest yeah. Louis Theroux stuff's been a bit meh, but then I don't know if that's time pressures because he literally rushed to do it straight after lockdown finished. I don't know. 
I wasn't a big fan of the latest three-parter. I like the first one, and then the other yeah, two, the other two are a bit, bit like... Okay. Dave's one that interesting. Yeah, I just didn't think he... Uh, I don't know, got much out, out of them. No. Danny Dyer, of course, did some some serious stuff. Danny Dyer's Deadliest Men, 2008 documentary. Danny Dyer sits down with serious hard men, including gangsters, former terrorists, and elite special, special forces, to discover how they reconcile their past exploits with their current lives as reformed characters. Danny Dyer, of course actor presenter not of famous for being hard um but somehow has formed a persona he's in the, around he's in the hard films um oh, it's just rough you know there's 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 hard and then there's an actor who looks rough um yeah. but i mean you know ross kemp was an actor and he seemed pretty hard in that incident where he almost got shot so fair enough yeah well they I want to see Danny Dyer prove him. himself or ross kemp proved himself that's what i'm saying i reckon danny Dyer and ross <laughs> kemp should fight um, and right. Okay. You out. want to see them fight? That's that's interesting. We know Danny would die. That's why I mean, he's, he's got a name Dyer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's too busy presenting uh, the game show The Wall right For now, right. Uh, where I think balls drop down a uh, wall filled with pins into a slot, which can be so a game made into a TV show. Terrestrial TV. I mean, that's yeah, not. I, yeah. I, even I wouldn't go back to TV to watch that. Unfortunately, no. No. But I've noticed some people have taken back to TV, like removing that control that they had, that that overwhelming, like, I've got so much in my library. Mm. I just want a channel which shows me stuff Mm. and I don't pick. Some people have that as, like, background, which I can understand. Sometimes it's nice to have something background if you're, like, I don't know, playing a game that's kind of grindy, um, like Call of Duty. Sometimes I just have something on or maybe an anime. (laughs) I don't play any grindy games. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when that comes on, I do switch off. I change channel quite quickly because... You don't like The Wall with Danny Dyer? No. I wanted to bring back... um, What's the one with Noel Edmonds? The box? The... The Gunge Tank? Fucking hell. No, no. no His house party? Oh, my God. Deal or no deal, yeah, that's the one. Also, the guns tank... <laughs> went way too far back. I was, yeah, get I was. your own back. The guns tank is get your own back. I don't think there was a gun Well, there was guns in... There was Mr. Blobby in... Noel's in, house party. Yeah. House party, yeah. Gunge. That's the old school. tank. He did. They all had guns tanks. I preferred the right. money... The money, um, like, chamber, where they were inside this case, which blew up the maze. money. I feel like I still really do want to create one of those in our warehouse some, at some point. I'm not sure why, but maybe we can create we can a game show um, we can use the heater. blower, yeah, or the jet heater. Well, I don't know about the heater. Maybe combine yeah. the two, blow it up, or get loads of stuff up, and then we can start. Just each of us just has come up with a tactic in there. that we can go. gather as much stuff as possible, and then bam! All right, yeah, sounds in. good. But um, but it has to be sharp objects. Oh god, okay. Sharp what razor blades? Like are razor flicking blades. Up. How many razor blades can you catch in this? Oh, <laughs> okay. Ah, 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 three. Most of them are in my body. <laughs> This is the one in my forehead count. <laughs> Did you guys yeah. know that Kurt Cobain went on Noel's yeah. house party? What? <laughs> what, as like a music guest or really? as in like just performing? Yeah, like a music guest, I think. Oh, okay. But I, really? I just Googled wow. grunge and stuff and I was like, that's Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Typed in grunge accidentally. I guess they were around in like the 90s. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe. Did you just mistype grunge? No, I could have done. No, grunge. no, no. I put grunge. Um, but that's a good point. No, there's a photo of him next to Mr. Blobby. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> what you wouldn't hell? expect to see is Nirvana oh, and Mr. Blobby I together. Yeah. Or was yeah. it just him on his own? 
Um, so I mean, imagine if Kurt was there, the rest of Nirvana was there. I mean, yeah. Dave Grohl, apart from developing a highly successful second band, I don't know whether they were doing anything else at that time. No, probably not. Here you go. I'd put it in just hats. It's a photo of there you go. You can bizarrely see. Dave Grohl with a handgun smoking a cigarette next to Mr. Blobby. <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel like that. Did he not just get a Mr. Blobby outfit or something? Or, I don't know. Do you think so? Do you think that's actually what happens? They got <laughs> staged it. It's staged. Rain, went, Can we get a Mr. Blobby outfit? And they're like, what do you mean to go on Noel's house party? No, no, no. No, I want a Mr. Blobby just outfit for no thing. other reason. I'm not going to travel. Yeah, no, reasonable good point. No, tr- I think that's reasonable doubt. Trust but verify. Trust but verify. Yeah. Um, okay, also, yeah, handguns were show. made illegal in the UK in 1997, so it could be that that was just a real handgun that he took on. Ninety-seven. Yeah. They weren't illegal before. That late? I nope. thought it was. Yeah. Okay. No. There he is. People just had handguns. What, what, you could just buy them. Not willy nilly. You willy, still needed a firearm. You couldn't buy them willy nilly. I know that was the word you were going for. No, yeah. not willy nilly. Um, but you still need a firearms license. But yeah, sure. essentially, okay. they were banned in 1997 because, you know, they're pretty dangerous and pretty easy to hide. Um, yeah. There are a couple yeah. of states in the US now that have legalized, I think, uh, I want to say Ohio. Um, it might have been Idaho. I don't know. Some arrangement of four letters that sounds similar. Um, Idaho. <laughs> they've, they've legalized the concealed carry of mm-hmm. handguns without a permit That's so fun. you can go That's into fun. a gun shop i mean there might still be like the three-day limit but if you go to a gun fair then you can buy them there um so you could buy a gun and just hide it on you i mean legit i don't want to go to states like that um like i don't want to go to places where people can just buy and own and conceal handguns it just feels so fucking dangerous there are too many idiots again in the world. we need to fly on the wall documentary <laughs> of the state's yeah, just figuring out why there are that some came to it, gun why that law has been pushed. And the, and the thing the is, the Republican politician from that area was coming up for re-election in the midterms, and so they decided to push through something like this in order right. to get all the gun nuts on board. It's, it's as simple as that, I think. Mm. Anyway, sorry, what were you going to say, Ross? Uh, no, I think there's quite a few documentaries about um, gun laws in the States, and obviously stuff like Bowling for Columbine. Hmm. It's quite an interesting um, take on on how gun laws didn't really change too much after that. I mean, I think there were some changes, um, but it's more just, well, I don't think, it, I don't know if it did much after that. Cause I know he did another second documentary in the after about the same thing. Yeah. So there were more and more mass shootings. Bowling then, for soup, right? It was bowling for soup. The pop punk band, um, <laughs> famous for like one song. Was it bowling for soup? Yeah. The message didn't work in band format, did it? <laughs> bowling for soup. You get the point across. The gun documentary. Suit. Yeah, mm. I know the one. I um, saw them live, and I've forgotten all their songs. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. You saw Bowling for Soup live? Where was that? Yeah. At like It was a, a really old download. Oh, okay. O2. Donnington. Shit. It was at Donnington. There is a second hypothetical here. There is. Throw it out there. What's... what's... It says, if you could see an invisible measuring scale above everybody's heads, what would you want that scale to show? And before we start talking about this, when I glanced over it earlier, I literally thought likelihood for immediate violence would be quite a useful one. You know, like, as in... Like, How dangerous know, are like, they? A danger yeah, meter. Literally, yeah, danger like level. a threat level. Yeah, a yeah. Threat so, like, level, okay, you know, yeah. like, because... Ultimately, I don't really give a shit what other people do around me, and I don't need any more information on them. So the only thing that would really affect me is how likely I am to get into an altercation or for my life to be threatened. So I guess that would be quite is, a useful scale. 
would um would a trust meter cover that ground as well? Do you think yeah. if it's if it was literally how trustworthy someone was? I don't know if that really covers trust them to how violence, violent they are. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> you're trustworthy, but this guy's definitely going to fuck in what up. degree? But like, I don't know. I think I think trust is quite an important thing. Like, if you're you know in a public place and you're like, oh, this person's really trustworthy, uh, can you just hold my dog a second while I grab a you know carton of milk or whatever? Mm. Like, that's a nice. That would be nice to know on the fly that you can trust someone. Um, but I don't know if that covers violence. I don't. I'd have. Above all that, okay. danger, trustworthiness, cock, clock, counter. How many clock. times someone's clocked my cock <laughs> as a counter above their head? <laughs> nice. So they've ha- well, they've they looked at your, your they've looked though. at your genitalia. Any glances, any glances in my direction? Oh, three, and I, they've just walked past. Oh, okay. Mm. Does it just? Are you limiting it to the cock, or just in general, or you've got like a? And why have they done a full body check? <laughs> what information is that I don't need you? to disclose why have you got a measuring scale that shows my inner thoughts you can't see your above? cock through your trousers though like it's certainly crotch, not big enough clock count then okay how many times they look down at your crotch I mean it's quite a neutral place to look if if, yeah. if you're and also just like short I He's mean mine, I'm short mine, like, is there a duration to my eyes and my dick does it have a duration <laughs> on there as well or is it just case if they've glanced it briefly because they were looking to go looking elsewhere past mm. you but they happen. You have to walk past their their, their gaze, or were they staring in it for an extended period of time, and you need to either pull your fly back up, mm-hmm. or um, pull it back down. I don't know. Is maybe you want to watch it. A multifaceted, useful, versatile stat. I think cock, to have clock counter counter nice. or cock clocker cock clocker. Yeah. <laughs> Are you walking around with your penis what? out? That's the real question, because I think you're going to get a lot... That, I that, know, that's going to go because up. the counters would be going crazy. Maybe that's it. You're just worried your cock's out, and you're worried that the moment you start seeing numbers appearing above people's heads, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, not again. Thank God for this scale above everyone's heads, because yeah. I wouldn't know otherwise. Yeah. Whereas Smith's there, no threat. No threats detected <laughs> no around. Threat no threat one. Yeah, yeah, we're all together. I'm telling you. We're all together. Yeah, they're they're trustworthy. Wouldn't trust that one. Oh, they're very violent anyway. Oh, don't worry then. Um, have they yeah, looked at your cock, mate? going up? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Um, I think that's all I need to worry about, really, because that's the only thing yeah. I really worry about in public. It's like my one, right? Yeah. How many times a person's looked at my crotch, and I don't want any detail as to why they have. Simply the number of times they've done it. That to me is the data that I need. It's an icebreaker, isn't it? Really? Oh, <laughs> uh, hello, sir. I noticed you've looked at my crotch eighteen <laughs> times in the last thirty seconds. What's uh, what's occurring? Don't um, ask how I know. I've got, I a, I've got an incredible power. I, I was given the ability to see one piece of information above a person's head. That piece of information happens to be the number of times they looked at my penis. Can I help you? <laughs> um, the danger thing is important, though. You're right. Depends. About, I mean, like, I don't know, relative likelihood that they will be your friend. Um, or is that trustworthiness? Compatibility. I don't know. Compatibility. Yeah, yeah I guess that's quite a good meter. Empathy scale. How 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 nice they are, nice nice scale. But it's all it's all subjective. Apart from you know, I feel like mine's pretty. Yeah. Are they going to do violence? Yes or no? Just I'm a, sat in a, a cinema. Kind of do you steer clear? Yeah. Sat in a cinema every so often, my mind wanders, and I'm like, fucking hell, if it kicks off in here, how am I going to get out of this cinema? You know, that's what the mm. kind of things that go through my head because ultimately that's the only bit of information. Is it going to make you more paranoid? No, less paranoid. Like, he would be. Well, you'd, you'd have to check. There's any point Why in that does it make didn't... it better, the fact you've walked past a couple of violent psychopaths and haven't noticed? 
<laughs> I'd rather be like staying a fuck away from ignorance. Them. Well, it's not really blissful. It's dangerous. Well, you, I guess you'd, it'd be good if you were in the police force, because then you. I mean, but then holy shit. Yeah. Op. It would be a you'd, superpower. You'd, you'd need to thoughts. get nerfed. Yeah. Um, Criminal. Yeah, be very yeah. useful. There, right there. Yeah, very useful. How evil they are. When, How many I kills mean, they've had? How many above kills? Above their heads. Yeah. Like a, their kill like a star system in GTA. Yeah. Five star. Oh shit! Kill counter guns. above their head. Oh, they've killed three people. Three. three. That one. He's killed but three what if people. One above your own head, and you don't even yeah. realize you've killed somebody. Like, say for example, uh, you got COVID and don't realize, and yeah. then accidentally oh, gave shit. it to somebody, and then they die. Have you killed them? I mean, how's this metric? Again, you thing? could say the same metric for maybe, I guess, um, the emissions from your car. What if they've yep. inadvertently yep. caused cancer or something? Yeah. Or yep. uh, inappropriately disposing of a battery. Yeah, or you know, dropping. You, yeah, maybe you dropped a banana skin and someone slipped and cracked their head like uh, ten hours later. That was your Imagine skin. That. Imagine that was your skin, buddy. Out you've killed someone inadvertently like that. Yeah, you've almost that certainly had crazy. an effect on it. I imagine, especially mm. being the butterfly effect. We use like something like four times more resources than our sort of uh, less developed uh, counterparts. Americans use eight times as many resources. Wowzers! Americans are the highest consumption per capita in the world. Slow down. America number one again. It's How number one. An efficient car. How am I getting a car with a smaller engine? Um, Maybe, yeah. Sorry to our American listeners. We know that you're probably more yeah. conscientious than the average, but we like yeah, taking those big stats and dumping yeah. hard on your country. Sorry. Also, you don't it's have to fair. listen to us or take what we take as fact or indeed any representation of how you live your life, you know? It's uh, no. freedom of speech, mm. um, I suppose, and you don't have to be... I mean, fuck, who the hell am I? Who am I? Yeah. Who am I to tell Goodbye, you? Goodbye, gun. Our fuel um, is always yeah, going to cost more than your gun. fuel. That's what we know. Yeah. Regardless. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be more expensive for fuel here. I think you can learn a lot about someone and extrapolate so much data from the cock. Oh, the cock clocking. Okay. There's, that, because... there's data to extrapolate, yeah, but I wouldn't say, like, the richest form. I could get threat level from that, I reckon. Uh, and... Uh, compatibility. Okay. Chris Trot, the Sperminator. What if, what if you have one where they're just a, it just says whether they're attracted to you or not? Just read the room. Just read the room. Yeah. I think just cut the corners and go straight for the cock clocker. There's a sweet little old lady just looking your way. She's trying to do the clock clocker, but you've changed it. It says there's attraction on there. Bam, it's on like 100%. Yeah. It's off the scale. Yeah. I don't need where a are you taking to it? know that that's always at 100%, Russ. Oh, okay. Old ladies. Ladies. Remove Horny old threat. ladies. Fuck so, off, grandma. You could, you could mitigate having a danger level yeah. by having an attractive level instead. Because if they're attracted to you, they're less likely to hurt you. Well, there's quite a few serial killers that would probably buck that trend. Um, Who's the guy who killed John Lennon? Was he a fan of him? Yeah. He was a fan. Not necessarily attracted, but oh, a maybe formal attraction. <laughs> Maybe it's him. not one to one. It might not be one to one. I mean, I, I, this is why I'll get a team of scientists to really extrapolate my. Well, it just con- comes down con- to how well you metrics. can argue your 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 point, I suppose. But yours is funnier than mine, so there's the value in it for our listeners. Um, okay. Speaking of value, you too can contribute to this podcast at patreon.com/slash hat chat. Value hat films. Fuck hat films. Oh, yeah. Shit. 
Well, thanks to those people because they chose those two hilarious hypotheticals. Um, thanks for that. Well, they weren't hilarious until I brought in the cock clocker, which I thought was a yeah, real hoot. Exactly. Before then, we had quite meaningful, deep discussion. It wasn't yeah. deep. I think just trusting someone is is kind of a, a good basis. No, the other to, question as yeah. well. I'd argue we've changed the world today, Ross. I think we have. I think we've, we've done the it. world to right. We did it. Um, bit of trust. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, is there anything else we need to talk about today? Um, Man jailed um, for attacking a stranger with a seagull. I see here. Oh, did you see that one? Um, yeah, that was one of the first ones. Again, I didn't. I was struggling to find funny news. It's hard to find funny, funny news, but there is weird news and strange news, um, <laughs> such as this one. Yeah, man jailed for attacking a stranger with a seagull. Actually, fun story. Yeah. I guess I had to. I, I didn't know how. To, how do you pick up a seagull? Because you could, like, pee your hands around its wings from behind. Like, yeah, like I tried chicken. to do that. There was a seagull on my balcony, right? And right. it was just face slamming the glass. Like there was a glass panel where um, it would just was trying face to get through. Slamming. It was like kind of just pecking it, and then it just kept kind of like oh, pecking just ramming its head to the side, trying to get through the yeah. glass because it thought that it was obviously it was I mean, clearly clean, very clean glass. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't backing off, and so I was like, "Well, do I grab it?" And every time I went to grab it, its wings expanded. And like, they're quite like threatening. Well, it's just yeah, it's very, very a very flappy creature. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want to hurt its wings by like grabbing it too hard or pinching it or like then getting pecked to shit. So like, yeah. I mean, after yeah, a little bit of time, I managed to shoo it around and give it a bit of a runway because yeah. it was literally just backed itself into a corner, just desperately pecking and trying to push through a glass pane. That sounds pretty funny. You should have filmed um, it on your phone. I did film it. Oh. So now I do have <laughs> footage of it. Of, well, not Will not being a schlock. Um, maybe. Um, it's mainly just me. I mean, Actually, it, it doxes me a little bit, a unfortunately. Towel. A towel would work as well. Chuck a towel. A towel. It. Okay, I, was I should thinking try a towel. Of mitts. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll show you too. this footage again. I don't know if it's doxy. I mean, that, that this one isn't. But it's literally just a, a bird on my on my uh, balcony. Your dick. I'm going to try and Sorry. go late. Exactly where your balcony is. Oh, in no, that is in pretty, focus. Pretty low. Not in focus. Oh yeah, I see him. I, I see know, him. But there he is. He's he's there. That's when he just yeah. when he had a bit of run up. You can't really see yeah. it very clearly on there. They're big boys, um, aren't they? But they're big, they and are. it's just like yeah. Before it got to that point in the uh, balcony, it was just face slamming for ages. It really was persistent, and Murphy was going nuts. Yeah. So I had to prevent him because I think he would have gone out there and he would have either. Rush to it like attack. I don't know if he would have attacked it. I think he would be more curious and backed off out of yeah. fear. When, yeah. when he sees bugs, he kind of just sniffs them and then it kind of sits down and watches them. Well, it must be sniffing but, you um, all the time. Anyway, this guy, yeah. this back to the actual the seagull story. Um, yeah. uh, what the whoa, what the fuck started? There he is. It hasn't been a good week for seagulls. First one was killed by a monkey that plucked it from the air at Chester Zoo and now. <sighs> One has been caused to used to cause GBH. Um, so grievous bodily harm. Paul picked grievous. up a seagull and threw it at a stranger before he launched a vicious attack, kicking and punching him. The assault was so violent he left his victim with a broken jaw. He threw a wow. a seagull at someone and then attacked them. <laughs> That's insane. What the hell? How did he pick it up? That's a great first salvo, though, isn't it? It's like uh, the first like one is follow it up. The monkey one. There's the, oh god, there's video footage. Oh god. <laughs> There's a video of the monkey at Chester Zoo grabbing a seagull and smashing it against a tree. Oh my god! Oh my god. Monkeys are brutal. Like I, get, I know, like yeah. I have a hilarious problem with monkeys, but like man, they are oh violent. My god. They, they'll tear things apart. 
just eating her face. It's the scene in the lighthouse. I've mentioned the lighthouse a few times. It's got William oh, is that Defoe. that black and white thing with William Defoe? Yeah, William Defoe and Patterson, and Robert Patterson. It's really, it's it's weird and it's funny. I think it's worth watching. Though. There's right, some okay. really creepy moments, some really funny moments. Uh, William Defoe does a really good performance, but there's a point um, which isn't much of a spoiler. He grabs a seagull and he smashes it against a rock, and it's just so ridiculous that it's just like it really take, <laughs> takes you takes you back a bit. But mm. um, yeah, this monkey's doing the exact same thing, and that guy uh, literally just threw a, a seagull at someone, and that's that was the news really. And he's just a violent person, so that's one to I avoid. Be like speaking danger. of William Defoe, yeah, I watched the new Spider-Man film last night. It's finally available it. to buy on digital oh, okay. yeah, platforms. Nice. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I have to watch it. I enjoyed it. I didn't watch it at the um, time it came out. Yeah, it's decent. The, the, it gets better as the film goes on as well. It was a bit like, in the beginning, I was a bit like, mm, this is just another standard throwaway Avengers film. How but far like, is he going to get from home, really? Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? But uh, no, I won't spoil it. But no, it got really good towards the end. Um, there's some surprises and some fun fun stuff. It was a fun film. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, that was good. I will watch it later. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Watch the lighthouse first, though. It's not gonna happen. Watch the lighthouse. Watch the lighthouse. They, they create a mix of was it kerosene and honey and call it monkey pump. And then William Dafoe <laughs> is like monkey pump, and then he just it's just really fucking very surreal, very weird. When I remember I watched it on Halloween, it was just so strange, but okay. worth a watch. Um, okay. I've got a cool fact about William Dafoe. Okay, yeah. nice. from the Spider-Man yeah, movies. Yeah, when he was. Uh, Green Goblin in the Sam Raimi ones. Mm-hmm. When he was Norman Osborn, the regular businessman, he had uh, teeth implants, oh, really? like fake teeth that look really straight. And then when he was the Green Goblin, they told him to remove it and just use his old, his yeah. regular oh, teeth because right. they were more demonic looking. Quite more demonic detail. looking. So imagine that. It's like okay, we're going to put you in like nice teeth use for like being ones now. regular. But can you be you? Yeah. For like the bad guy, <laughs> fang boy. That's the reason we got you. You look fucking freaky. Some flaws. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, he does. He's got a pointy nose and he looks like a demon. Uh, so yeah, fun fact he owns it. to lead you all off mm. onto your week of exploration journey, mm. finding yourself. Mm. You know what metric would you have above someone's head yeah. if you had to choose? Have a think about it. You know. That's that's the kind of thought experiments we provide oh. you on a weekly basis. Here. It's homework. We need a report. Clearly, our patrons love what we do because they continue to support us. Patreon.com/slash/films. That's right. Thank you. And if you would like to maybe get something back, if Patreon doesn't feel like enough for you, mm. um, there's a fresh merch store, freshmerch.fm, where we have some hat films aprons. If you'd like to get some Hat Films aprons, great for cooking. Maybe great for covering a seagull if it's on your balcony and you want to get rid of it. Also a Hat Films mug available. Or maybe a mug. massive. It's big, isn't it? You're a big glug. Fresh merch. FM. Full of monkey pump. Monkey pump, yeah. A bit of kerosene. um, (laughs) Three parts kerosene, one part honey. You really shouldn't drink kerosene. No. It's um, it's methylated. But they were very uh, desperate at the time, you'll see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week for episode 91 as we get Centennial in the last oh, nine episodes. The run-up to the big the one. The run-up. It's, it's, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be insane. So, yeah, enjoy that. And we'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Ta-da. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. We're sharing this property with several other people who are enjoying a holiday here. Um, we'll be having dinner with them. 
and make sweet love to their wives. <laughs> taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com <laughs> 